So often our responses to life circumstances stem from what we believe to be true about those circumstances. And if those responses are seen through the lens of trauma or crisis, then it can cause us to really lose hope quickly, which is why it is so important to have a mind management system in place to help you embrace, process, and reconceptualize what you were thinking, feeling, and choosing. So embrace is don't be scared of it, face it, accept it, because as soon as you accept, you do that shift in your brain and body where your resilience increases and you now shift the power balance and you're in control, which is the first part of being empowered. It's the pathway to empowerment. It's giving you agency, autonomy, independence. Today on the Courage Cast, we are continuing with part two of the conversation with Dr. Caroline Leaf, cleaning up the mental mess. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello friends, so glad that you've joined me again today. My name is Andrea Crisp and I'm your host. I'm also a mindset and life purpose coach for those of you who may be listening for the very first time. I would love to get an opportunity to connect with you so you can find me over on social at Andrea Crisp Coach or at the dot Courage Cast. You are going to love this episode with Dr. Leaf. This is part two of the conversation. So if you've not already listened to part one, make sure that you tune into that one as well, because we are going to talk about the neurocycle. It is like my new favorite system and what it means to shift how we think, feel, and choose. And in this part of the conversation, we're getting a little bit more in depth into my own personal story, my family history, and how I have used the neurocycle to shift my mindset. And it has completely revolutionized my life. Dr. Carolyn Leaf is a communication pathologist and cognitive neuroscientist with a master's and PhD in communication pathology and a BSc Lagopedics specializing in cognitive and metacognitive neuropsychology. She has helped hundreds of thousands of students and adults learn how to use their mind to detox and grow their brain to succeed in every area of their lives, including school, university, and the workplace. Dr. Leaf is also the best-selling author of Switch on Your Brain, Think, Learn, Succeed, Think and Eat Yourself Smart, and many more. And I don't want to keep you waiting one moment longer. So here's part two of our conversation. My mom was diagnosed with clinical depression when I was in my 20s. And so this was something that I, she just got medication and that was kind of the way it was. And that was back in like the probably late 1990s. Yeah. Yeah, 1990s. Yeah. so... I was I always lived in fear that I was going to be depressed. And when I started to actually realize probably about five years ago that I had been depressed, I had no real concept of what was going on. And I had to try to figure out what it was. But it was so interesting because I started to realize it really is a signal for me to be looking at something else and that I'm not 
depressed, depression is something I'm experiencing and there's a root cause is something else, which then of course... Exactly. You've been a good student. Oh, wow, yeah. good job. <laughs> so I started to recognize how many things and of course, you know, understanding that there were also things manifesting in my body because of it. And, you know, I was really exhausted. I had low iron, low B12 and, you know, so on and so on. People who have listened to my podcast probably know the journey that I've specifically been on and how yeah. I had panic attacks and I was really anxious and there was so much. But one of the things that really, really caught me was the catch and edit. And you talk about that in, in your book. And, and can you explain a little bit about how do you catch and edit a thought when it's happening right okay, away. Okay, so that's where the neurocycle comes in. So the whole neurocycle process is a constant process of catch and edit. So you're capturing these in the moment mm -hmm. and you then you are reconceptualizing the edit portion. So it's 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 catch and edit is embrace process yeah. reconceptualize so embrace is don't be scared of it face it accept it because as soon as you accept you do that shift in your brain and body where your resilience increases and you now shift the power balance and you're in control which is the first part of being empowered it's the pathway to empowerment it's giving you agency autonomy independence where this gets worse is that we if we start thinking i don't have control and our current message which is the message that your mom got and which so many millions and millions of people have unfortunately got is that oh you have clinical depression you have a chemical imbalance it's a myth it's not even science mm -hmm. it's actually embarrassment to science that people even still talk about that because it's not um, it's not accurate at all it's been a great marketing tool and yes a label to a certain extent can give us okay that's a level of understanding but not the way that they unpack the label so to say that you are clinically depressed or that you have a, a neuropsychiatric brain disease is as frightening as saying that you have cancer and it's not even on the remotely the same level and in fact it's huge and, and needs validation not through a medical label we've kind of by giving saying to your mom you have clinical depression or even to if, if it was ever said to you it invalidated your experience right. so it said yes you have something but it's not that you have something you don't have you haven't caught a virus you haven't got a defunct <laughs> brain you're not a, you know, something wrong with you. That's a terrible thing to, I mean, you're already feeling bad. And then to get told that it's demoralizing, it reduces hope and people get sucked into that, that lack of hope without even being real, without even realizing it and then getting more depressed. What we need to recognize is that that's okay. That's not an it. Depression is not an it. It is a warning signal of an underlying cause. It is the signals trying to get our attention that if we embrace them, if we catch them, we can edit them and we can find out why they may messengers they're helpful we have this crazy philosophy in the west and i've watched this in my career and and you're quite right around the 90s in the 80s they didn't believe the brain could change and i did a ted talk on this because i was challenged by, by and i challenged my professors and said i don't believe that's the case i'm going to do work on people with traumatic brain injury who've got damage in their brains and i showed i did some of the first neuroplasticity mind brain research in the 80s in my field late 80s showing that when you deliberate and intentionally catch and edit your thoughts when you change which is changing your mind which is mind management which is self-regulation through the neurocycle you will change how your brain functions and i showed got patients that were like literally literally written off and going on to get university degrees and not just one thousands and now there's millions around the world that use the system and it's and so essentially what i'm saying there is that when we talk about catch and edit we're talking about the power that each and every single one of us have and i don't say power lightly i don't say power in terms of motivational rah-rah and wellness you 
you know, fads and, you know, pop culture. I'm a scientist. Everything I say, I can back up every word with hardcore science and clinical application and three decades of it, four, nearly four decades of it. So essentially catch and edit is something that you have inside of you. And it's, it's to become aware of that. And my greatest desire is that people become aware of their catch edit process, their mind management, their self-regulation process, that autonomy, that sense of agency that you can think, you can feel, and you can choose. You can't change the events and circumstances of the present, past, and future, but you can change how they, how you respond, how you manage them, how they play out into your future. And that's key to survival, to mental peace, not slapping on a label and pushing it into the past. So for example, we had, and I'm going to explain how to do it now. We had, if you look in, in the book, um, if people get the book, they'll see that there is, I managed to get some beautiful um, colored graphs put in of the brain scans, which was a challenge because publishers don't like printing in <laughs> color. And I did it. I got these beautiful images. This is your brain. And, I'm, and I want to use this particular image here. So this is inside the brain. This is using a QEEG technique. And this is looking inside the brain. The top is the nose, the side is the ears. And this is day one, day 21, day 63. So very quickly, what we're looking at here is the different energetic responses of the brain. So the different frequencies of the brain that are then linked to the blood flow and the oxygen and the chemicals and very complicated brain and how the structures are interconnecting and the connections in the brain and all that kind of stuff. So we looked at things like delta, theta, alpha, beta, high beta, gamma, and all this stuff, which tells us what's going on. So, but so all my subjects in my study, when they came into the study, there was an experimental group and a control group. And the experimental group got the neurocycle. They got the catch-edit self-management, self-regulation thing. And the control group didn't. The blue here shows complete depression. This shows someone who this particular subject was completely depressed. They had tried everything. They had, they had the label clinical depression. They saw themselves as depression, mm -hmm. as an it, like that was them, as a neuropsychiatric brain disaster. They were couldn't sleep. They, their relationships were offline. Their life was offline. They were pretty much ready to check out. This was their last, last attempt. They'd done every therapy, every drug, you name it, they did it. And they came in, they, they, what we looked at besides brain we also looked at all the blood measures and dna telomeres um, inflammation levels cortisol we also looked at psychological measures plus a tool i've developed to see you know all the psychological measures of, of, of anxiety depression and so on and my tool looks at self-management and we looked at narrative now bear with me the reason i'm giving you so much information is that when you if I sat down with you and I did brain scans and if I did QEGs and if I did blood work and if I did all these questions and then I sat with you and said, tell me your story, you're very, very aware. I've created tremendous awareness in you. So this person was very, very aware of all their issues. Same with the control group. They all got the same treatment. That's the same, the same testing. She was completely flatline. Once we put, we then put, she got, she went onto the neurocycle app. And so I didn't give a therapy. She didn't even meet me. This was done blinded. So I didn't even know who was, they didn't know me there. I didn't see them. So they, she did, but by day 21, after doing the neurocycle app every day for 15 to 45 minutes, the gray that you see there is a norm, is basically the normalized, stabilized brain oh, yeah. with her the green at the front showing her identity shift. Now this is phenomenal. At the end of day one, broken. I am depression. By day 21, 
I am not depression. I now know why I was depressed, Absolutely. why I had the feelings yeah. of depression. I understand depression is a symptom of, by day 63, her behaviors had changed. She was starting to sleep better. She was starting to manage her depression. She would say, I still will have days where I'm depressed, but now I know what to do. I am not depression. I am empowered to manage my depression. And that's the shift. Over here, we have a red brain. I'm just going to show you down the bottom here. This is a control group subject who never had, who had all that testing. So they were totally aware, narrative, blood, you name it, psychological, QEGs. The red brain shows high levels of anxiety. So much so by day 63, they were a wreck, an absolute wreck. Obviously, we gave them the neurocycle at the end of the um, study. But that that was that when you're just aware, but you don't do anything about it, or you just keep shoving it back down, which is what they were doing, you will get worse and worse. So we, our mind is working regardless. You can't stop it working. So that, those two graphs show that when you manage your mind, you can go from the worst state to a stable state where you still will have depression. That's okay. It's normal. We've got to stop thinking depression is an anxiety. And, and even psychotic breaks and disassociation and all these things, that they're the end of the world. They're not the end of the world. They are telling us something. They are signals and they are messengers. And when we embrace them like that, the West sees them as a problem and labels them. The East has a philosophy of seeing them as helpful. A study came out of Texas and Japan recently saying that when we view these, these messengers as helpful messengers, depression, et cetera, we will then shift how we function and be able to control them. My research, it's in here, I showed exactly the same thing. When you embrace process and reconceptualize, when you gather awareness in an unthreatening way, when you give yourself permission that it's okay, all of us experience it, stop trying to hide it. That's where the, that's the stigma. It's a human thing. It's a human experience. Life is just one big experiment. We don't know what's coming and we don't know how to respond. But if we have a tool to, to manage our responses, to recognize, whoops, I didn't respond like I could have. This is how I could respond. This is my, it. I can catch and I can edit the process. Mm -hmm. So that's the sort of philosophy of the background so essentially what you would do is you would do five steps the five steps of the neurocycle as i said are hugely scientific but very simple in the application is that you gather awareness you reflect you uh, you write you recheck and then you active reach and each of these steps has been meticulously designed the words selected carefully as you do them all this amazing stuff is happening in your brain for example the first step gathering awareness as you gather awareness you allow a balance to start happening between the left and the right side of the brain coherence starts happening which is vital for clear thinking you increase blood flow and oxygen to the front of the brain which increases cognitive flexibility and also drops impulsivity when you as you as you as you progress through the five steps this all just increases you you get for example an increase in alpha energy which is the ability it's the bridge between the conscious and the non-conscious so it's the ability to be to introspect and to have insight and to look inside when that level increases you we see that when people are really introspecting that level increases as we as we face our pain we see theta increasing because theta is like a healing wave as we get creative in our solutions we see an increase in gamma across both sides of the brain which is into integrative and, and learning taking place. In other words, all these waves are all going, but the, in the person with a depressed brain, they were like flatline. Mm -hmm. In the person with a red brain, they were like a tsunami. So we want, you know, we want that middle road. We want that where it can get a bit like a tsunami, but we get it under control. Goes flatline, but we get it back under control. So instead of saying like, staying like this or staying like this, I'm teaching you how to, when you like this, to get back to calm, the, the calm, nice wave, or when you've gone flatline, to get back into that state. So in any 
one moment during the day, we can have things that hit us and we go like this because we get so anxious or totally depressed and we go flatline. That's how neurocycles, how we get us back into that. So gathering awareness is a bit like if you're going to pick apples in an apple orchard and the apple tree is totally full and it's like the leaves, the apples are just like literally dropping to the ground and you bump it by mistake and it, all these apples are just falling on your head. It's just like overwhelming. And that's how we very often feel moment by moment of the day and with life and cumulatively over time we just feel like we're living in a constant barrage of apples falling under our, our head and that's burnout and leads to severe depression and that kind of thing and once again those are signals they're not illnesses mm -hmm. okay always remember that so what we can do is we can the neurocycle teaches you how to stand back instead of standing under the apple tree and getting barraged by the apples you stand back you've got your basket you pick the apples there's a power shift there's a control shift and the only way is to stop pretending that it doesn't exist and going like this and then you land up under the apple tree and it hits you it's actually opening your eyes embrace this is helpful this apple tree is falling on my head let me stand back create space and let me observe and gather awareness gather i am controlling i've shifted the power balance this is the pathway to empowerment we saw in in our in, in my research that as people shifted that that blue started going like so the flat line started doing this the this started doing this the minute that they started gathering awareness balance between the two sides of the brain decreased impulsivity all the wonderful things that i've said drop in inflammation so homocysteine levels dropped cortisol levels dropped dhea levels climbed the things that you need for brain health and heart health even the telomeres which are on the ends of chromosomes if you think of the dna strand and if you pull out chromosome it's like an x shape and where my nails are would be telomeres telomeres are a proxy for how you're managing your mind as you go through the neurocycle as you gather awareness and reflect and do everything, those telomeres start getting longer and stronger. Why is that important? Well, if you don't manage your mind, so the red brain and the blue brain, those telomeres shorten. When they shorten, that is that is a, a, in response to a, a, the mental mess. That means that your cell health is is uh, is is aging. Your brain and body are made of 37 to 100 trillion cells. How you manage your mental mess influences the health of those cells in any one moment. For example, every second be making millions of new cells the for, for our brain and our body and uh, those cells that health of those cells is influenced by the your mental mess or by your mental cleaning up your mental mess so we can shift that control so as you gather awareness as you create the space stand back from the apple tree and gather awareness you are basically lengthening the telomeres so we saw the telomeres lengthen in as quickly as nine weeks that's significant. Why? Because at the beginning of the study, the person with the blue brain and the red brain, those two in experimental and control, both of them were in their sort of, I think both of them were in their early 30s, um, late 20s, but both of them had bodies of someone who was 30 to 40 years older than them. So the biological age of their body was 30 to 40 years older than the actual chronological mm -hmm. age and sickly. So that means if you're in your 30s and you've got a body of a 70, sickly 70-year-old, 70 you're more vulnerable to, to disease. In fact, 75 to 98% more vulnerable to disease. People are dying 8 to 25 years younger from preventable lifestyle diseases because they're not managing their mind. This is what I'm talking about. I talk about that in the book. Pre-COVID, people were dying 18 to 25 mm -hmm 
five years younger. I just heard read a study this morning that they, there's a, you can chop off another year. COVID's taken another year of people's life expectancy. So and so we have to manage our minds in order to be able to increase our physical and mental health. Right. So the, this neurocycle is not not just a nice to know woo no, woo fad, and it doesn't replace therapy. It doesn't replace any other therapeutic technique or coaching technique. It simply provides the vehicle within which to to do that. Right. So you'd gather awareness, and then you would ask the questions, and you would write and explain it meticulously in the book exactly how to do it with lots of examples for the long stuff and the day-to-day -day stuff. Right. You, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to ask anything about that I, or about I coaching. I do. I do. But I want to. I want to ask one other thing because I before I sure, get to of that, course. Um, there is. When I, when I did the neurocycle and started the neurocycle myself and I started to embrace and learn what it really meant to embrace, because I think before I thought I'm accepting something that's negative versus embracing what so is. So good. And, and realizing, kind of getting through the neurocycle and, and, and actually understanding it. Like I would normally Beautiful. say I'm not a science person. I have become a science person. Uh, I took uh, science in French in grade 10, and I'm an English-speaking person, which then meant everything was very confusing to me, and I just kind of discounted science. Through this whole process, I have started to realize, you know, you've went into depth in all of this. But at the end of the day, when we're kind of walking this out, and we've gone through big T trauma, and we've kind of reconceptualized it, there are so many other things like relationships, finances, Everything. taking brave steps in our lives, being entrepreneurial. All of those things also play a part in our mindset as well and how we how we are able to be in the world, which I think you have really um, encapsulated so well through the book. And the whole empowerment um, piece of the book, like when I started to read through that, because of course I had done the, the switch app, which is now the NeuroCycle. And when I read the book and I was like, oh, she's explained it in more depth to understand. I'm actually being able to empower myself to do things I probably would never have done because of the way and the narrative I believed because of things that happened in my life. And yeah. my body has, you know, done this and this and this. And I can honestly, without a shadow of a doubt, say to you, I believe I am reversing my age. <laughs> I'm going backwards now. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm realizing how much as I've, you know, begun to work through the big T trauma, how I can actually work through even some of the things like, you know, breaking through financial obstacles and barriers, Absolutely. Uh, relational things, um, you know, building a business. And many people, especially the women that are listening to this podcast in particular, they're going to be creatives and entrepreneurs and speakers and podcasters, women who are building an online business, women who are doing things that um, are going to impact other people, coaches, therapists. When you what would you say to them as far as like, where is a starting point for them to use the neurocycle to then also influence other people in their world? Very good question. So first of all, I love how you explained your journey and how you realized how you shifted from just thinking that it was you know, de depression to like actually managing the process and, and recognizing that. So that's really wonderful that you the acceptance, the acceptance that you didn't have to just accept it and be there, but you could actually do something about right. it. Because we we kind of told to just, oh, we'll accept it. It's just 
you know, like diabetes, accept it. But it's not. It's actually just, it's not an acceptance thing. It's actually embracing is different to acceptance. It's actually that process of, okay, let me see what I can deconstruct and reconstruct. So um, that, that was great that you saw that. And yes, it sciencey side is important because people will only shift if they have knowledge, attitude and skills, which is what I do with the work that I've done, the way I've written the book and the NeuroCycle app. So every every single human, if you're human, you need to manage your mind, as I keep saying. So people that are therapists, we have therapists around the world and counselors and coaches and psychologists and psychiatrists and physicians. I train thousands of physicians and, and people in the mental health sphere and medical sphere all the time. And what I, the reason I've written the book like I have and the reason I have the NeuroCycle app is that what we do is we encourage every coach and therapist, etc., to get their clients to get the NeuroCycle app. It's so inexpensive. Um, honestly, it's like, I don't even, it's like for a whole year, it's 69 now. I don't I even know what the exact figures. I myself, I'm like, I should be paying her like a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, just so you know, so, I was like, I was like, you. I'm only paying this. I was like, this has been better than anything I have done up until this point. And I'm like, and I'm in Canadian only paying 20 bucks for the three months. So yeah, you see, that's it. Yeah. So it's not expensive no. at all. So we do that's why we encourage therapists to not, you know, go and try and rewrite what I've right. done, you know, to actually honor the copyright and honor the yeah. IP, the intellectual property. And yeah, I'm giving it to you. I'm incredibly generous with my content. It's there. So encourage your, your clients to get the book. Um, we uh, you get even sell them the book. I mean, you can speak to our office and there's that opportunity too, but the, the, and get them on the NeuroCycle app. So the most success has been, and this has come from my clinical experience is each person needs to take responsibility for their own life. You can't fix anyone. So if you're a coach thinking you can fix them, you can walk them through the app every day, you can't because you're not with them 24 right. seven. You, you, they, they see you once or twice a week as a therapist or whatever. What is, and, and you for yourself, if you're seeing a therapist or whatever and I encourage people to see there's nothing wrong with therapy and counseling. It's fantastic. I mean, it's all part of our, of being, it's a catalyst for us being able to manage our mind, but you can't fix someone else and you can't expect someone else to fix you. So get the NeuroCycle app and get the book because and do it for yourself. And that's so that's how you manage your mind 24-7. Then when you get into therapy or coaching, you are already on the app. You can talk about where you're at that day, and that can become the source of part of the therapy. And then you find where, where the therapists are finding it very helpful is that then they come in and help the, the subjects, uh, the patients with like the reconceptualization, the recheck step and the active reaches and you know how to deal with the pain of the roots. I mean, like the the, the, the it's frightening. The, the therapy effect, things get worse before they get better. That's where the therapist is amazing. You get in and stay seven and you have this re, this flashback mm -hmm. and it's like so hard. You can be with your therapist or your coach or your counselor and they can then support you through the emotional demand of that particular moment. But I do encourage you to get yourself on it as well. You know, get every, all of us are mental mess. All of us need this. I do this every day. When I'm getting ready, I am detoxing. I am doing the neurocycle, the, the 63 day. I'm always in a 63 day cycle. And then I use it all day long. So I use it. I am uh, at the point that I have got to in my life is that I don't say that I've got it all together, but boy, am I getting getting things together in a much more efficient way. So in the past, maybe I'd have an argument with someone or get frustrated or get upset when someone said something to me and would like 
penetrate my whole day. Someone says something to me, I neurocycle, I'm over it in minutes and it's, I've got it under control. So it doesn't impact my next thing that I've got to do. And it also then as soon as I've done that, I have the wisdom to know how to go and help that person who maybe was mean or nasty or unkind or, or I overreacted to, but I'm calm enough and in a state of mind that I can actually go re rectify that situation. Or I can get a level of, of intelligence because uh, intelligence keeps growing that enables me to be able to function more efficiently. So in my relationship with my husband, in um, work and on being an entrepreneur, I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur developing new ideas. I use it all the time. I use a neurocycle to create new ideas, to do my business plans. So I'm using it all the time for myself and it's, it's becoming easier and easier, quicker and quicker to manage my mind. But I encourage therapists and, and counselors, don't rewrite what I've no. done. It's super cheap. We've made it like get your subjects, your patients, your clients, whatever you call them, onto the NeuroCycle app. Encourage them to get it. Encourage them to get the book and then do that journey together. You as well, share your own experiences. You know, your authenticity, yeah, I'm on day seven of this cycle and this is what happened. And, and then, you know, if you're sub, that's where you get this bounce back where you can actually then really facilitate and help. We are going to be setting up a certification course. I had it in South Africa. We are setting it up. It is in the future where we, there's a whole therapeutic side to this thing. There's a whole testing process and therapeutic side and a validation tool that I'm writing a, a paper on at the moment that I did a validation study on, which is the most phenomenal um, sort of measurement tool for self-regulation. So we do have that coming in the future awesome. for therapists, not too far into the future, but in the meantime, get your subjects, uh, get your subjects, sorry, I'm so used to being okay. a therapist, <laughs> a, a research, I Get your clients and patients onto the NeuroCycle app and onto the book. I will. And let's yes. get our minds together. You know, let's do this thing yeah, together. I've, I've told every one of my friends, I've told all of my coaching clients, and they're on it as well. And, and they're seeing tremendous. In fact, I've told them that I was talking to you, and they're, they were so excited, like, really? You're talking to her? And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. So um, I, I want to honor your time. There's one question Thank I you. ask all of my, um, all of my guests, and I I want to say before I ask you this, I want to say thank you so much. Your work has made a tremendous impact, not only in the lives of probably every person that you've, you know, really people that have heard you over the years, but you made an impact in my life. And thank you. Uh, and when I look at where I was, um, you know, a year ago in the middle, even as COVID had started and where I am today. It's a huge transformation. I've been doing mindset work and therapy for years and years and years, you know, self-improvement type things. But this is different. This is something that has like just transformed who I am, how I think, how I manage my mind. I'm going to be talking about it probably in almost every one of my podcast episodes that will be for the next little bit. And I will always Wonderful. come back to um, talking about what you're doing in your work and making sure you you do get the credit because thank you for trailblazing. Thank you. Thank you for using your gifts and for who you are because thank it you. allows me to use mine. And exactly. so thank you. But the one thing I do ask people is what is the next brave step you need to take? That I need to yeah. take. Well, then it's it's actually to get this exploded across the world, to let every human understand that they can manage their mind because the brokenness out there for people feeling that they don't have agency um, is, is, is very, very sad. And um, I want people to realize that you actually can control your mind. And the other side is that once there's a, a bigger social impact as well, that once people are managing and self-regulating, this terrible division that we see 
it's so bad in America. It's across the globe, but it's so bad in America currently. And, you know, the, the whole racism, all the terrible things that humanity has done to humanity, that's through a lack of, that's toxic thinking. Yes. So if we can get our minds right and regulate, we'll recognize that we are we divide, basically wired for love, which is a scientific, the science, neuroscientists show that there's nothing in our brain and our body that's for toxicity. So when we're in that toxic state, we've got an immune system issue. We've got this, it's like a COVID in our brain. We need to recognize that. Um, and if people can recognize the power of the negative um, damage that toxicity causes, as we get our mind right, we can then start operating more in survival. So the bigger picture is people will be much more, when people can really think, feel and choose in a self-regulated survival loving way, we won't have the fighting and the jealousy and the envy because those are brain damaging in themselves. The, the terrible, you. this is my way or the highway, this terrible evil that we've seen around us, that will change because the minute you become self-regulated, you are instinctively operating in in the love design and you just want to reach out and help others so suddenly uh, having someone else having a different opinion is no longer a threat it's i respect that let's agree to disagree but we still have the common bond of humanity and survival etc etc in in common so i have that bigger goal is to try and really make people aware of their own power and then to translate that into the greater good of when we can think and, and operate in the way that we should. We can operate in love. We can change the world. And and I love that you said that. I'm going to probably expound on that as I, you know, even talking about, because you do talk about that in your book, talking about, you know, race, about faith, about all of the things, and questioning and asking the questions. And as we use the mind management tools, we learn how much more we can ask questions and we can, you know, really see where we've bought into different things that were, you know, not true. And exactly. And, and I love that exactly. you pointed that out in your book. Um, I probably will expound on that as as I go through the, the as the coming weeks go. But thank you so much for being a guest My on the pleasure. Courage Cast. It was so lovely to meet you. Thank you so much. I enjoyed meeting you as well. And I hope people will really learn how to clean up their mental mess and realize the power of the mind. Wow. I think I just need to take a moment to process everything that I've heard. Something that really stood out to me and that I am still trying to work through is that depression is not an illness. And I know that for some of you listening, maybe you've heard that before. Maybe you are someone who follows Dr. Leaf and you completely understand that. But if you've never heard that, that might be something that is completely foreign to you. And the amazing thing to me is just really understanding and starting to realize that depression is actually an underlying signal that we need to pay attention to so is anxiety and so many more mental health issues. And I love the way she explained it, talking about how these are signals to reveal something else is going on in our lives. And we don't have to like label ourselves with this. And I think that's become the stigma because people don't want to say, well, I battle with depression or anxiety or you know, maybe some other mental health issue because they don't want to be labeled as I am depressed or I have anxiety or I have this. And I think that is where the stigma truly comes in. And when you are able to use a system that actually helps you to shift your mind to biologically change your brain, I mean, like this is unbelievable. So, Friend, I want to encourage you 
that if you are struggling with a mental health issue yourself right now, or if you're somebody who just really wants to shift your mindset, that you need to get someone to come alongside you in the journey. Now, as I've talked about my own journey through the NeuroCycle, I have also been working with a coach and I've also been working with a therapist. And I also have conversations with friends about my own journey through shifting my mindset. So as much as I'm doing the work on my own, I'm also doing the work with trained professionals as well. So my therapist was helping me through the trauma issues. Um, Coach was helping me through mindset issues and really just working through some of the things in my business. And so it really does make a difference when you have someone to walk the journey alongside of you. And I know it can be hard to figure out which direction you should go in if you've got two things happening at the same time. But if you're in a place in your life where you really feel like you're being held back by some childhood trauma or trauma in your life, then I want to encourage you to to go down that path first and really invest in a trauma counselor or therapist, someone who does work in that area so that they can walk alongside of you in the best way possible towards your healing and wholeness in that area. But if you're in a place in your life where you are thinking, you know what, I really want to do the mindset work. I'm ready to like shift my mindset. I'm ready to like take that next step in my business, or I'm ready to really just step into my dream and to my purpose in, in, in ways that maybe you felt like you've been held back because of your mindset. I want to encourage you to invest in a coach and I'm here for you. I love to work with you. If that is something that you want to do, I would love to have a conversation with you and we can do so. I do offer a free strategy session where we can just talk about this and see where you're at and I can help you to really even make the decision which direction you want to go right now. And if that is you, I want to encourage you to go to andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule and you can just book a time with me. Friend, thank you so much for joining me. This has like seriously been one of my favorite conversations. I am so grateful to have had Dr. Leaf on the Courage Cast. All of her information, including the link to her book, to the app, they are all going to be located in the show notes and you can make sure to connect with her. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.